what is going on everybody welcome back to another episode of heck versus hell where the truth we tell so we just finished recording an episode for the rddc channel if you're gonna want to go check that out it'll be out there that one was a deep conversation we talked about hashtag the antichrist and it was really deep and parts of what we talked about in there were things you may not be prepared of or things that may go against your beliefs all around so if you want to go check that out please come with an open mind and listen don't be so prejudiced to where you just immediately block it out because that could be a very bad pivot towards something that it shouldn't be you know because ignorance is one of the biggest factors that hold us down and chain us down to what it may be because of the not knowing that's what ignorance is right so don't be ignorant and listen whenever you listen to that episode if you even want to but this will be another conversation and i've decided as well that it's just about that time for us to release the hidden episode number one that I've been teasing throughout the time very soon. And it could be the one before this one. It could be the week before after this one. Hey, we never know. But it's coming out very soon. So if you want to look forward to that or look out for that, I can't remember what the episode is called or what it was named initially, I just know it's it's probably going to have Hidden Episode 1 series or something like that. But look out for it. Be on the lookout. We have all this content about to drop, all these events, all these shots about to be fired. We're just firing off on all cylinders and just going hard coming into this close to 2024. So if you want to be a part of everything that we're doing check us out in the description whatever it may be you are always invited it at all it is always an open invitation if you want to join us if you want to be a part of us and actually come together with us rather than just listening to us which is still really good you know at least you take some time of the day to listen to us so we'd love to see you there wherever it is whether in our Facebook group that that invitation is always open or during our events which we will have on September 21st which is less than a week away actually so check that out we will also have upcoming events after that a whole lot of events just everything going on right now but we're still here we're still for you and we're committed to what we got to do so on that note, let's get into today's episode. Now, today's topic will be discipline and power. And it's going to go hand in hand with last episode, which was limited abundance, into understanding deeper of why we even have laws, why we have what we have, why certain limitations that we have one of the greatest verses that one of my favorite verses actually from scripture yes we're going into scripture whether you like it or not it is a foundation of truth whether it be the foundation of truth or a good portion of it because of course it is handed down it is translated and some translations could be lost or translated improperly to where it's not completely true but it is the foundation in which we should go off of to an extent. And I say that not to say, oh, pick and choose what you want to do. But we have to look at other factors that may be missing. Other keys that may be gone, like the Apocryphas, the books of Enoch. There's a whole lot of different things. There's one that Lex had mentioned that was written uh, I think they believe it was written 30,000 years before the Bible was. And I want to look into that one as well. But there's all these keys out here. You know, there's all these things out here. And in in the book of Enoch, uh, to, to go a little off track here, in the book of Enoch, they talk about how the, the fallen angels 
were actually the ones that taught different types of divination, different types of practices to mankind. And whenever that happened, they took it on. And that's ultimately what caused a huge disruption. It caused a further falling of mankind and just a further separation from the creator. And it was a... It was very tactical from the enemy side of things, but when we come to look at certain situations, we always go back to the root. And we have to understand, if we're a spirit, then why are we emptied? Why do we start off not knowing anything? And that's a huge question that we have to ask. And the best answer I can give you what I truly believe is we come empty so that we can learn and we can have that free will to choose. And we are not condemned because we know, because we are all knowing, right? So just like the fallen angels, they, they know, they know what they're doing. They know what they did. They know right from wrong. They know law from anything else, divination. They know what is right and wrong. They are not ignorant. They know a lot more than you and I know, and possibly than you will and I will ever know in this flesh. Because we are limited. We are emptied, right? So, I believe that it is due to free will. Due to how we learn and who we choose to listen from. Because I've said this before, whenever we go into Adam and Eve, we look at how they actually had the option and it wouldn't have been free will if the creator's voice was the only voice that they heard. The creator's word was the only word that they heard. They had to have an opposing belief for it to have been free will. Otherwise, it wouldn't really be free will at all. Right? Same thing if you're living with one of your parents. If you're living with one of your parents and they have such a strict way of being, they, they are very controlling, they don't let you do X, Y, Z, and they're always on top of you, they're always making sure that X, this happens, you don't have a lot of maneuvering room, you know, and if you only have that type of parent and they don't even let you go to school, they don't let you go anywhere with any friends, they don't let you have friends, they don't let you connect to only social media, that's even harder, you know, because you don't have any outside influences to be able to make the decision yourself. That's where a lot of parents mess up, unfortunately, and mine included, where they don't give you the option to mess up, nor do they explain potential consequences of what could happen. Right. So whenever it came to Adam and Eve, they had the consequences explained to them that they will die if they eat from the tree of life. They did not listen. They had the consequences explained to them. They did not listen. So whenever we go and we sin unintentionally because we possibly didn't know or we were raised a certain way in which it's a part of our culture. It's not as severe as when you do know and you're intentionally going and doing that. Because, and Lex has said this many times, but once your eyes are open, you really don't have an excuse, right? It's, it's different if you go and you're walking around with a sword, just swinging it everywhere to feel how you're walking. You accidentally slaughter a couple people you, you can't see. But if your eyes are open... You can have that sword sheathed and you can have it put away. And if you still choose to go and whip it out and slash some innocent people, that is far more severe. That is from the point of knowing and that is truly wicked. You know, and it's, it's the intentions behind what you do. It's the motives behind what you do that ultimately come back around in a full circle to your beliefs. And we talk about this a lot. If you've listened to any of the previous episodes about how it's all a cycle. So whenever we have discipline, we have to be disciplined in what we know. And discipline is very much aligned with integrity. But discipline is 
as I've heard Mike Tyson say it, it's what you don't want to do, but doing it like you love it. Discipline is slightly different from a belief because in discipline, you have the potential to fall off from it. It's something that can almost easily be stripped away. And one of my favorite verses, going back to tell you my favorite verses, one of my favorite verses is, Greater he who can control himself than he who can take over a city. And what does that mean? You see, we all have desires. We all have desires in every single way. Whether it be the desire to be loved or the desire to love, or the desire to drink a certain type of soda, or drink a certain type of alcohol, or the desire for people. You know, lust, that's a desire, the desire to have a certain lifestyle. We all have some type of desire. Even if you are content and grateful in your life, even if you are walking so fully in the spirit, your desire can still be to desire to be with God, right? Everybody has desires. And there is a certain point to where you have to understand that discipline comes from being able to do it, but choosing not to, right? So in that instance, it talks about greater is he who can control himself than someone who can take over a city, right? Because it's really hard to control the desires that our flesh has. It's very difficult to do you know even myself i've ch i've uh, struggled with that in in the past and i'm sure i'll struggle with it in the future at times and that could be anywhere from just not biting my tongue when i should you know and, and it's you get to the point where you just discipline yourself where it ends up coming a, a belief but when it comes to anger like let's say for example if you go and it's not to say it's not justified you know everything is situational everything has its own course <clears throat> but if you go and let's say you catch your spouse cheating or something and you can't control yourself and you just let anger and rage take over and you end up ending both of their lives that's something you can't take back you know that's something that is very severe and it, it it changes it changes people's lives it impacts so many people's lives to do something like that and it's not as easy as controlling yourself and that's what that verse is trying to say is you can do it you know even even when it comes to mma fighters mma fighters have incredible discipline because a lot of them can really kill people with their bare hands because they are that talented they have that much power in their hands but they choose not to most of them choose not to sometimes they you know they get a little crazy but most of the time that's why that one verse uh not verse that one uh quote what is it i think it's stan lee the creator of marvel that says with great power comes great destiny and it's very true it's very true and another verse would also be, to whom much is given, much is required. Because the more responsibility you have, the more is required of you. And you have to understand that we have to live very selflessly. It, and it's hard to do, I will be honest, especially whenever everything around you is influencing you to live in a selfish manner. It's very hard to do. But that's where discipline comes in. And... A lot of people that are into self-help and self-improvement and constantly growing when it comes to themselves, they understand the power of discipline. You, They understand that if you do certain things, it's very beneficial, whether in the short term or the long term. You know, even when it comes to something as taking cold showers, it's, it's something not a lot of people want to do. But whenever you do it, it has health benefits. It has, it gives you discipline over your body to tell your mind, your mind tells your body, hey, 
we're going to do this whether you like it or not because in in the end I'm in control. In the end I'm the one that says what we got to do. So it's having that discipline over your body because whenever you're so subconscious in what you're doing on a day-to-day basis, you know you have bad habits. You know you have bad habits you need to get rid of. Whether that be staying up late, scrolling through social media for hours on end, going and looking at things you're not supposed to be looking at. There's some bad habit you have that you know you need to get rid of. And it starts with your mind. Your mind is the one that says what says goes. Because even whenever you go to wanting to to sleep with a person outside of, of marriage, outside of your relationship, outside of just outside, it's not your mind that actually wants it. There might be something deeper behind it, which you ultimately have to fix, but you have to fight that urge. That's where the self-discipline comes in. Because in reality, a lot of people don't understand that. Even when it comes to people that are over here, I've seen a couple uh, clips of people going and they interview certain people. And I'm not going to name any podcasts or anything, but they interview certain people, whether that be females or males or whatever it may be, and they kind of put them on blast. They almost contend with them. It's almost like a mini debate. And you start to understand because now in in the Western society, there's so many women doing certain things that is just for a quick buck. They disrespect themselves. They put themselves out there in such a manner in where everyone can see what they what is under their clothes. Anyone can see what only a husband should be seeing. That's my belief, right? I can't tell you what you want to believe, but that's that's really what it is. I believe that a husband should be the only one that sees certain things like that. You shouldn't have an OnlyFans if you're in a relationship. You shouldn't have it at all, period. Because it's desecrating yourself. You were putting yourself as an object, therefore you will be treated like an object. Therefore you will see yourself as an object and you will not respect yourself and your life will be a living hell. Because you're constantly going to be wondering, oh, well, I'm not getting love, I'm not getting this, I'm not getting that. Because it all starts from what you do. Even that discipline to choose to go and, and make a career or do something else that isn't that because that's easy. That's the whole point of this conversation. It's easy to do certain things. It's easy to kill somebody. Going into that street life mentality, it's very easy to pull a trigger. It's harder to fight it out with somebody. And moreover, it's harder to talk to somebody man to man whenever you're infuriated with the other person and talk it out with them. Make it to a point where if, hey, if it has to be squashed by a couple hands being thrown, cool. But you don't take it to the extreme where it affects a lot of people's lives and affects your own ultimately at the same time. He who has self-control is greater than he who can take over a city. It's that discipline in having the capability of being dangerous and choosing not to because even as a what was it the art of war chung chung soon i can't i can't i'm sorry if i said the wrong name they had said it is greater to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war and it's very true It's very true because you have to have these capabilities to do X, Y, Z. That's why when it comes to certain people learning certain skills, they do it because if they're ever put in those positions, they have the capabilities to control the situation, to ensure people's safeties are met. And even when it comes to something like taking over a city, If you have that power, yet you have the self-discipline, imagine how much of an asset you can be for a kingdom, for a government, for a country, whatever it may be. Imagine how much power 
But no, there's a lot of lack of discipline out here. There's so much power in discipline. And that's that's the reality of it. Whenever it comes to in the streets, it's a little bit different because it's associated a lot with fear. Because once again, it's very easy to pull the trigger. Anybody can do it. And what people think is, okay, well, I just got to pull the trigger a couple times. And then I'm I'm out here. I got stripes. Now people not going to mess with me. Or they just go and they just boom, boom, boom anyways. You know, it's much different. It's, it's getting to a point where it's just people tearing each other down. And there's, there's so much influence that comes behind that. People go in and, and reinforce that type of music. You know, that's the type that's made public uh, street media. That's the type that's put out there as, as the culture, as a community. And we as, as brown people, as brown culture... We shouldn't be putting it out like that. We shouldn't be supporting that type of music. It's catchy. Don't get me wrong. It's catchy. I used to listen to that stuff all the time. But it's an influence that negatively impacts not only your mind, but the minds of whoever else is listening to it. And I know this to be true because I've experienced it myself. There's been times where I just cut that music off. And this, well, this was recently, I want to say in the last year, where I just cut that music off completely. And then I went and I, I listened to one song that had to do with, with that lifestyle. And it gave me that pride and that heinous way of being that I once was, that that ferocity I don't know how to explain it but it was just the the wanting to be in power because that's ultimately what it does is it makes you feel like you're empowered that's what that music does so in in that music because of the melody because of the frequency it makes you feel empowered and then the lyrics tell you this is what you have to do to feel empowered that's how it works So now you think you have to be in that position to be empowered. Your mind already believes it. So once you do it, oh, I'm empowered. I I like this. Now they're scared of me. Now they're not going to mess with me. Now they know who they're messing with. That's the danger of that type of music and supporting that type of music. I got a lot of love for people that do that type of music, but one of my favorite artists that has ever been is j cole because he understands that and he kind of sees it from both sides of the coin he sees it because he's had people that are in that lifestyle and because he sees it from a different perspective where he understands that that is not the route to go that that is very uh, a very corrupted place of industry altogether it's it's just It doesn't make sense how that type of music is some of the most popular music in America. And anything that has to do with love, passion, peace is not out there. Even when it comes to gospel hip hop or gospel rap, I've I've heard some of those songs. They're really good. But the media doesn't put out anything like that because they're not going to. They understand the division that they need to cause. They understand the dismantling that needs to be had. They understand that they can corrupt your discipline just with music. The frequencies of music are very bad. And even uh, Cardi B, if you don't know who that is, that's one of the biggest female rappers over here in in America. And she had said one time on, on Twitter, she wanted to stop doing music. Because whenever she goes and starts listening or doing, rapping some type of music, it's like something enters her. It's like demons from the past want to come out. And she was over here drugging people. And, and, and I'm pretty sure she was over here killing people. And she was robbing people and doing all kinds of heinous things to other human beings. 
She was over here desecrating her body on a pole. And whenever she does that type of music, if she, she feels that way for herself, it's similar fashion of how I just told you I feel it for me. Imagine what it's doing for other people. Imagine what's being planted inside their head. Because they are so catchy, those songs are so catchy, that you're going to listen to it over and over and over and over and over again. And one of the main factors in the law of attraction is repetition. If you hear something over and over again, if you tell something to yourself over and over again, right, like affirmations, it's going to end up coming a belief. So you have to be careful to what you listen to. You have to have discipline in what you watch, what you listen to, who you hear, what you see, even what you eat. Because there are certain foods that cause glutton. Just like last episode, we were talking about how there's abundance. There's so much abundance in routes of where you can mess up. That's why the gates to hell are wide. And the righteous path is straight and narrow. Because it's really difficult to live a good life. And that's not saying, hey, you're not going to mess up. Don't ever mess up. If you mess up, you're going to hell. It's striving for it. It's, it's doing it because you know it's the right thing to do. And the right thing isn't always easy. The right thing is very difficult most of the times, actually. But once you get into the habit of doing the right thing over and over and over it becomes a lot more easy. You know, and there was one point whenever I was looking at the temptations that the adversary tried doing on Christ. And I personally, I was like, that almost feels like it's cheating. You know, that's not even temptation at all. Because as a man, as someone who lives in the flesh at that point in time, when I looked at it like that, especially, I was like, that's that's not fair. It's it's really nothing to him. He's he's Christ. You know, he's God on earth. He can't be tempted. So how how is it temptations? Why is it called temptations? I saw it as cheating. And and I really did because his beliefs are so aligned to the creator. They are so it there is no fluctuation. There is no waviness. There's no wishy-washy. There's just, that's it. This is what it is. I know what is true. I know what is wrong. I know what is right. And as a man, as living in the flesh and being born in the flesh, being born into sin, I know I would have folded on at least one of those. And it could have just been the, the bread. Or it could have just been the pride of wanting to turn bread into into a rock into bread, excuse me. Because the, it says he was tempted three times, but in each temptation, there were so many sins that came along with it. And one of the best examples is if you are the son of God, you will turn, you can turn this rock into bread. And that was, show me who you are. Be prideful. Show me what it is. And that's where the wrong intentions come from. It's proving what and who you are. That's where it could have been messed up. So that right there was a, a test of pride and a temptation of trying to get them to eat. A temptation of using what God has given him, the talents, the gifts, the, the power ill-willed so there were so many temptations that came along with that of folding to the flesh so many temptations that came along with that and what he replied with was truth you sh it is written you shall not man shall not live off bread alone and it's true you know that's what we talked about in previous episodes about how there's a point where you just have to be so aligned to the spirit to where you're not even craving food. 
to where we really don't need it. Whenever you even get close to being aligned fully to the spirit, you start to understand you don't need a lot of these things that we may seem to need. And one of those biggest things that we seem to need is food. That's why in fasting, oh, we're going to have a whole episode about fasting. But in fasting, that is incredible discipline that you have to have. Fasting has been some of the hardest things I've had to do discipline-wise, but it has been the most effective. It has been the most relentless yet uplifting. It's very, it requires a lot of discipline. And I did one recently where it was a absolute fast and I just really wanted to break it. I really just wanted to break, uh, break it and drink some water. I was drinking no water, eating no food, three days. And I was just itching to drink water, itching and itching. I just wanted it really bad. But I got to a point where I was like, I don't really need it. You know, I, I kind of don't even want it, to be honest. There was another time, too, recently, and this goes in, in kind of hand in hand with what the hidden episode will entail of where I was up late at night one time. This was maybe a week or two ago, maybe two weeks ago. And I know I have certain influences that I shouldn't have. I know I have certain beliefs that I need to get rid of, and I've talked about that before. And it's just a point of finding them, of finding what is not true that you believe in. And so I don't know what it was, but ever since I was a kid, I never really had an imagination. I never thought I could visualize anything. I never thought I could see anything, you know, except for dreams. And I was getting ready to go to bed after writing notes for like an hour and a half before I was going to sleep. And I closed my eyes. And it was like the sea, but it was dark. There was moonlight, but it was dark. And it wasn't too deep, too deep in the water. And I saw a big eel-like creature with not one fin, but two fins kind of going almost like down both top sides. In, in a similar fashion of, of what a dragon would be kind of thing. And its face was structured a little bit like a dragon. And I knew immediately what it was. You know, I only saw a, a little bit of its face. I didn't see the rest of his body, just the head. And I knew it was a Leviathan spirit. And if you're not familiar with any of these spiritual names, any types of spirit, there are different types of spirits. They're categorized differently. There's... It just depends on what type of sin you have, are involved in, or strongholds that you have. And we'll definitely be getting more into that. But the Leviathan is one of the higher tier in power. And what they do is they almost try to squeeze the life out of you. They try to ensure that you are always tired they try to drain the energy out of you and it's literally like a snake wrapped around you trying to not let you breathe trying to kill your communication with god trying to stunt you and hold you down and i knew what it was and immediately i've never done this before but i started rebuking out loud rebuking myself rebuking it within myself and I was just doing that and doing that. And after like five to ten minutes, I started spitting. I started coughing. I started gagging and, and throwing up. And I threw up a certain amount of stomach fluid. And I took a picture of it because Lex, she can see 
what a lot of people can't. Like you can show her the person, whoever it is, you could show her a person and she can see what is accompanied by them. And this is literally the type of stuff that you see in the movies. And I'm, I'm going to ask her permission before I upload this, if I can't even share this information. So if you're hearing this and you heard that, then, then that was a green light. But she can see certain spirits that accompany people. And, and I've seen it before, too. And that'll be another hidden episode, perhaps, of seeing beyond what the eye can see, beyond what the flesh, beyond the materialistic. So I took that picture because we... We know a lot of things are different. A lot of things are not what they seem. We look and see and feel a lot deeper than the average person. And even in fire one time, well, to, to take you back a little bit, there was, I used to go into science. So the next episode is going to be signs. But I used to look a lot of, at signs, certain signs and all this other stuff. I went and I had a situationship that I know I needed to get rid of that was holding me down, that was very ungodly. And I had some of the stuff from that uh, situationship, from that situation, and I had some of the stuff that that person owned or that person gave me. And what I did was I ended up going to the backyard and I burned it. And I was always burning it. I don't know why, but I had the feeling of taking a picture of it. And what had happened was there was a picture. And you know what? I'm I'm going to look for it and I'm going to make it the cover photo. So if you're seeing this, the cover photo is what I'm talking about. If not, I will do that with signs. Actually, yeah, I'm going to do that with signs. That'll be the cover photo. So look out for that. And you can see in the flames, it was like a female reaching its hand up like it knows it's going down. You know, it, it knows its time is up. And it's just you have to look a lot. You have to actually be looking for certain things to understand them. And it's just incredibly deep the amount of things that we don't even see and this this conversation is taking a whole different route but that's why discipline is powerful because whenever you go and you start living in certain types of discipline you start living in accordance to christ you put on that christ-like mind it requires a lot of discipline but you have a lot more power that comes along with it but you're not granted that power until your heart is clean, right? Your beliefs as well. And your motives are good. You were doing it out of selflessness and not selfishness. You were doing it for all the right reasons. And when it comes to me, even me, I see that I'm, I'm very thankful that I could see certain things like that. And one of the first gifts that I acquired that I uncovered that I knew was was mine that was given to me was being able to feel people's intentions and that's extremely powerful because with that you can really smell out if somebody's in your life for the wrong reasons or not and unfortunately it hasn't been so honed in and it's probably for my own fault as well that it's kind of fallen off a little bit, you know? It's almost like a like a hound dog getting old, but I have to train it. It's always something you have to constantly be in use of. And it's not for my own. Well, it kind of is. That one, because specifically for that one, another one of my powers, I guess you could call it, is my faithfulness. A lot of people called it gullibility. You know, I had a lot of people growing up that hated that gullibility that I had, and they would make fun of it. They would use it to, to their advantage to basically bully me in certain types of ways mentally and almost like make try to make me look stupid, really. And, and I had no idea what these people had against me. A lot of them, I know they had some type of jealousy and some type of envy when it came to what I contained. They just didn't know why. 
And that intention smelling is right there in correlation with the faithfulness that I was given. And even my name, Hector, means faithful. So it's really awesome the way everything aligns so perfectly and how nothing is ever a coincidence. But it's just beautiful. And and these are literally the things that you see in movies. But movies are just what the ideas that they get from life. Right? And, and they try to go and play it in a movie and basically take that away from you and make you not believe in that stuff. Oh, it's just a movie. Now you don't believe in it. Now, now it's not real to you. Please listen to this special announcement. For the past few months, our DDC and Flip the Switch have been working on something amazing for your spiritual, mental, and emotional growth that can be brought into your physical worlds. And that is the FDS Think and Grow Rich Execution Style Masterclass, which doors are now open. Not only will you gain the clarity, insight, and blueprint form of what you need, along with the enlightenment you've been waiting for, but we are also rewarding you beyond your wildest dreams. That is definitely right. Rewarding you for not only taking the first step into creating a new life and new vision for yourselves and those connected to you, but also rewarding you with an excursion to live out your new hopes and dreams to rewrite the chapters from your newfound level of life, all while relaxing and enjoying the moment where someone actually spoils you for you taking the initiative to change the game upon your own journey. So if you want to find out more, we'll have a link provided on all our broadcast channels as well as our blog spot and www realdoubledosechannel.com so you can get all the insights on how to sign up and get started today. And if you're a business influencer, entrepreneur, or anything under the sun that serves others, you might also want to check this out as well. So you can offer these special packages to give to your clients, friends, customers, students, and loved ones. We'll see you on the flip side. And now back to your favorite show with the RDDC's Double Dose wonderful broadcast channel so now it really doesn't do as much effect right now you can't uncover your true potential because you're hardened because you choose to be ignorant and it's not your fault all the way we grow up that way you know as i've mentioned before even my father he tried to kill our beliefs as children telling us okay just play it safe be reasonable go to school Go to college, get a job, don't be like me. It's still living to work and working to live. It's the same cyclical pattern. There's no difference. It's just in a more comfortable state of knowing that you actually have some type of money and don't have to break down your body. You're still living in that rat race, what they call it. So constantly elevating yourself and, and seeking knowledge, you know, as, as Lex says, ask, always seek knowledge. It's incredibly crucial. It's a, it's a really crucial step to always growing and always moving forward, but as well as knowing our beliefs and changing them and, and honing in on them, perfecting them and becoming better each day. That's discipline because it's hard, you know, and, and whenever you have certain responsibilities, it's, it takes a lot more discipline if you don't have responsibilities to go and do something than if you have responsibilities because it's almost like, you know, you can't not be disciplined, you know, so if you're just in school or living with your parents or doing whatever, whatever it may be, you're in a position where you're kind of comfortable, get discipline. That is where it will be really strengthened. And if you're in a position where you are forced to be disciplined, use that to your advantage. Use that as your merit. You know you have the capabilities to do anything your mind puts yourself to do. Because before you weren't in that position, and I bet you, you didn't believe you could do it. And now there you are doing it. So it's what you put your mind to. 
there's power in discipline. And you have to have discipline to be able to wield certain power. So that was today's episode was discipline and power. Because it's something that a lot of people don't talk about is the discipline behind what we do. Everybody wants to get there. Everybody wants to be there. Everybody knows certain ways you can take and, hey, work out X, Y, Z, you know, put, put, go all into your business. Why? Why? Because that creates the wrong intentions whenever you do it without knowing the consequences, whenever you get to those positions. So that's why you're at where you're at right now. It's your character building stage, the integrity in which you hold, the discipline that you're going to have. That's why you're at where you are at right now. Because you are meant for greater. And you cannot be placed in that greater if you cannot handle it. So you have to be disciplined enough to unleash that greatness within you. To bring it out to the world. Because when it's brought out to the world, oh, you're in for a little ride. That's why trees have to be so big and mighty. Because once people get a taste of their fruit, they have to produce more fruit. That's why they constantly keep growing. They got to produce more fruit and more fruit and more fruit. If not more seeds to carry on the fruit that they carry. And you have to plant your own seeds with the greatness and scripture that was written on your heart. Predestined to when you were born. Now predestined does not mean you have no will and it's ultimately going to get you there. Because everybody who has ever walked this earth, has had and came with a purpose, with greatness within them. But it's up to you whether you want to bring it out or not. So make the right choice every single day. Always be conscious of what you're doing. Be conscious of if you were squandering a certain power, You know, a certain responsibility, a certain something that you have that you may be taking for granted, that you may be using ineffective, that you may be abusing because there are so many people in power. That's why people hate cops. There are so many people in power that abuse their power. Now, I'm not going to say it's easy to get into the police academy to to make it on the cops and, and get to that position. But once you're there, there's already people that are corrupt. So that could corrupt you. Or you just go and you somehow slid under the radar. They just made it so lack of choosing the right people, not doing enough due diligence, not doing enough mental tests, not doing enough motive tests to where they just let someone slip in, where there's literally cops over here that go and pull women over And they're taking them to wherever it is they take them. And they're doing heinous things to them. Now, as a man, I have to tell you if I ever seen that or I ever caught that, well, you know, that would be a a 99, code 99, I believe it is. And, uh, but as, as the man of God, I just, I, I, I pray for them. I pray for them because that's some heinous acts and that's some, a lot of issues that they have to go through and they will repay for what they've done and they can't take that damage back, but I have to pray for them because we've all made mistakes. Of course, some are much worse than others. But we've all made mistakes and we all have issues we have to work out. You know, even when it comes to certain people I've met in the past where they go and they have been abused in their childhood and they take it into their adulthood and they're over here doing things and portraying themselves as they should not. They're over here putting themselves out there and laying with multitudes of men. And it comes from issues that we don't work out internally. And that's why I say constantly keep progressing yourself. Work on that discipline. Any type of discipline. Little disciplines. It can even be five minutes off of 
taking off social media. You know, if you're usually on it for 30 minutes a day, go down to 25. You know, whatever you can do, there's always tests everywhere. Everything is a test, even to what you choose to eat, even to how you choose to sit, even how to how you choose to talk. You know, because I could have came on here today and just spoke really mundane because I just did, what, like two hours of recording with Lex? I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. I could have made so many excuses on why to come on here and not give you my all, not give you what you deserve to hear. Like I said last time, you have an abundance of excuses. There are so many things you can say, so many reasons on why you shouldn't do something. We have excuses in abundance. And when you start having the discipline to fight those excuses and take on responsibility or give yourself and make yourself have responsibility, that's when that abundance turns into power. That's how they align. So I hope you heard this message. I hope penetrated your heart. I hope that it touched at least one of you. And you're going to go out there and change some lives today. But you already know who it is. Hector Rivera here. I love each and every one of you wherever you're listening to this on. I hope you have a blessed rest of your day, rest of your week, rest of your weekend. And as always, we'll catch you on the flip side.